1: studios, the AusBiz COB is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It is the 20th of February 2023. This is the COB, the stuff you need to know about the day in business and markets and well, plenty more besides reporting season, most notably right now. I'm Nadine Blaney here with David Scott. Scotty, pretty, pretty flat finish for the local market, but mildly in positive territory.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of earnings out today, and don't get me wrong, there were some pretty big movements at the individual level, but just some of the data just lacked a bit of punch, a bit of oomph. Uh, I don't know whether it was President's Day in the States uh, today coming up and maybe a few people sitting on the sidelines, but just we never really got out of first gear, did we?
1: No, certainly not. I mean, you don't want to be too negative when you see green on the screen, but eh, it had that real Monday feel. Even as there's geopolitics, you know, rearing their ugly head around the region, North Korea warning of turning the Pacific into a firing range after testing missiles yet again. Uh, you know, just putting that to a side, though, interesting to see that we've got uh, Asian shares rising, again, coming through on, you know, potential hopes of a recovery coming through in China. So, you know, obviously it's not done dusted as we as we um, you know record this podcast right now. But that's actually an improvement. Uh, Asian markets sort of flying under the radar over the past couple of weeks, but really have not been doing crash hot.
0: Yeah. Oh, look, uh, they had a pretty ugly session on Friday, but of course that happened after we all went home and uh, popping a beer and a glass of wine and everything else. But uh, yeah, so maybe it's a bit of a snapback from that, but it's just, it seems to be that choppiness at the moment. We're seeing that big move in Chinese markets and those markets closely align with the performance of what happens in China. But now it's just, we've got to see that actually rubber hit the road and actual outcomes I know, in the when it comes to activity and things like that. So yeah, one step back, one step forward, and now uh, here we are.
1: Yeah, China kept its benchmark lending rate unchanged for a sixth straight month. I mean, you know that it's been a quiet one around the region in terms of economic data when that's sort of the only thing we have to, to talk about right now on the macro front. But should we read anything into Is there anything to, to see there?
0: don't think so it's uh it's been pretty steady you know that the uh the medium-term lending facility which is the uh the four the uh the wholesale rate that flows through to those loan prime rates been left unchanged for a long period of time as well so no real signs of policy loosening coming up uh with more freedoms and um less restrictions in place it's really up to the uh the chinese consumer and uh, and corporate to get amongst it now and hopefully you know they've already been lowering and easing policy for quite a while uh, that condition should be already in place. you to have some sort of recovery coming through. You'd imagine.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, so that is a quick tour of the macro, and that is ahead. You heard Scotty sort of allude to it. President's night tonight, President's Day, I suppose it's called. So financial markets are closed in the United States. So likely a little volume, you know, here today, marking this session. Um, we also have the FOMC minutes later this week. Tomorrow, we'll get the RBA meeting minutes. So all of that will give us some sort of color as to where these central bankers' heads are at, uh, if their mouths aren't doing all the talking in, uh, in the States at least, um, here a little bit as well last week. Um, but let's get to, to what what we know and love, I suppose, which is this reporting season that's ongoing. Um, when I look at some of the, the key names that I had on my watch list today, Scuddy, Uh, Reliance Worldwide, up by 2.3%. We spoke with Heath Sharp, who is a CEO. You can listen to that online. He says that uh, this is what stuck with me. You know, we talked about the numbers. We talked about margins. We talked about strategy, cost-cutting. But, you know, when I said, what's it like there? He said the vibe is so much better, much, very much improved when he's been at trade shows, conferences. He said, I know it's anecdotal, but the difference, marked difference from now to this time last year, supply chains are easing, you know, and being in that repair and renovation end of the market, he reckons has put them into good steed. So that was one of the companies that I had the pleasure of speaking to. Um, NRB Holdings on the opposite end of the spectrum, shares down by and a half percent Scotty, you wrote that story this morning. Uh, uncertainty, or I forget the line, but it was something around COVID-19 not providing guidance. I don't think that's gonna cut it anymore.
0: Yeah, noise was the uh, other term they used. And yeah, I found it uh, a little bit surprising. We know that uh, they're getting impacted, well, policyholders as well, being able to go and uh, and utilize their private health insurance because of some of the problems that we're seeing in the hospital network and delays there. Yeah, uh, I thought it was all pretty clear cut. Uh, Blaming COVID nowadays uh, is not coming the mustard as you rightly pointed out. And despite no pretty decent result, all things considered, the uh, no financial guidance provided, down 12%, says it all.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Some other notable moves, Blue Scope Steel off by 9.5%, A2 Milk Company down by 8%. Um, yeah, it's it's very much um, really the haves and have nots as far as the story was today. Interesting as well that the broker moves in the wake of last week's report really helped push things around Ingham's, uh, you know, so it's, price target lifted by Morgan's it saw it upgraded by Morgan's it was upgraded by Macquarie that's sort of where the morning started and the share price really topping the 200 up by 11% today anything anything from from your take on reporting season thus far really stand out to you Scotty
0: no, just anyone that's not provided guidance has been smashed. That's the other one. Clear takeaway at this point in time.
1: Okay, so if you want to catch up with what the CEOs are saying, right from the coal front, Reliance Worldwide, Nuix, Omedia, uh, the list was long, NIB, you know, of, of companies that we spoke with. Also, analysts, of course. Um, in your show notes, you can listen to, um, yeah, well, I know that Philip Pepe previewed what we can expect from Retail Food Group later this week. Um, Look, go online. We've got a a whole rail dedicated to analysis of these reports, which might help you make your investment decisions and the stock of the day as well. Let's take a listen into what our guests had to say about this uh, this, uh, charter hall REIT.
0: Well, the result uh, was actually a, a little bit better than uh, expectations, to be honest, although obviously the, the headline result was negative. Um, but as far as consensus forecasts are concerned, that the market was expecting it to be worse than that. So um, yeah, they actually beat consensus forecast by about 13%. So well, I'm well, a little why, bit surprised by Yeah, the, why did it get the, smashed on the market? Yeah, uh, surprised by that to be honest, um, because as you said, the, their outlook is still reasonably positive. So I think obviously that the market, um, yeah, you know, is is in the phase of uh, you know expecting um, that the the property sector is going to get worse, uh, whereas yeah, you know, their result didn't necessarily indicate that. Uh, um, and yeah, look, just with today's result. Um, bit of a surprise I, I didn't think it was too much of a, a bad result as well so comfortable to hold this one if you're in it despite today's movement um i think if you're long term you're pretty comfortable in the space Um, there's going to be sort of uh periods where it just heads up and down and if you're looking for a buy maybe just hold off uh, a little bit longer it's coming back down into that range where you're uh, yeah comfortable to start to accumulate it as well so Look, just wait for the dust to, to settle on the back of the report. And yeah, if you can pick it up at a, a good level, I'm comfortable okay. to do that as well. Okay.
1: David Lane there from Bennett, Brody Harold from Macro Capital talking about Charter Hall. Yeah, that's um, double hold. They, they actually said, Scotty, that they were surprised by the share market reaction.
0: Yeah. Oh, look, I didn't go into too much detail looking at the actual results itself. but it's, uh, certainly something that the market didn't go and like. And uh, yeah, it was one of the worst performers in the 200 today.
1: It was down by, yeah, more than 6%. Wowzers. All right. So we don't have any data really of note out overseas. We do get some UK house price data. Any tidbits, any wild insights into what we will be looking for in these RBA minutes tomorrow, Scotty? I, I'll tell you one thing I'll be looking for, is any, type, is any sign of commentary around China?
0: Yeah, well that was uh, notably missing, uh, at least in any of the official documents that were heard, maybe not uh, so much in investment bank lunches. Uh, otherwise in that, uh, the conversation about, uh, was there any discussion about potentially going more than 25, uh, given the tone of the statement and uh, the assertion that there's likely to be multiple interest rate increases beyond what we saw? It's natural that there might have been a conversation gravitating towards that particular possibility. So we'll find out. Come and learn in 30 tomorrow.
1: Okay, looking forward to that. Uh, Look, anything that we've missed, scuddy I, th- I feel like it, you know we're just being overwhelmed by reports. Altium after the bell, saying first half revenue was up by 17 percent. Half-year total profit from ordinary activities up by 30 percent. On track to achieve its target of 95 percent recurring revenue ex-China and developing countries. And refi- reaffirming its guidance for FY twenty twenty three. So, Scotty, to my point, these, you know, these results are still coming out even after the market close here in Australia.
0: Yeah, it's plenty to come, and uh, I think the one of the busiest days of the week will be on Wednesday this week. I think it will BHP is that uh, mm-hmm. either tomorrow or Wednesday are the biggest rounds. So that is going to get a lot of attention, and then a whole bunch uh, in its wake as well. So, look out. There is going to be plenty to discuss.
1: Okay, so Scotty, I hope you have a good night. We'll chat tomorrow.